Welcome, God Chasers, to a momentous episode of the God Chaser podcast, an episode that promises to be as enlightening as it is transformative. This episode is a tapestry woven from threads of deep scriptural insights, enriching explanations, and actionable advice. It's more than just another episode. It's a spiritual journey that aims to recalibrate our inner compasses, particularly in the area of gratitude and thanksgiving. Now, you may be wondering, why focus on Thanksgiving? And it's a valid question. You see, Thanksgiving is not merely an act, but a spiritual discipline that elevates our relationship with God and influences our worldview. It's not just a once-a-year holiday celebrated with turkey and stuffing. It's a perpetual state of the heart that echoes in the annals of time and eternity. It is an ancient practice that is imbued with contemporary relevance, a spiritual act that has far-reaching ramifications in our daily lives. The essence of thanksgiving in biblical Christianity is profoundly layered. While it starts as an expression of gratitude, it transcends beyond the mere listing of blessings. It's an acknowledgement of God's sovereignty, an act of submission to His will, and an exaltation of His magnificence. In today's episode, we will peel back these layers, diving deeply into scriptural texts that will help you understand this multifaceted concept. From the poetic wisdom of Psalms to the pragmatic teachings of Apostle Paul in the epistles, we are covering a broad scriptural landscape. This episode becomes even more crucial when we realize that we live in times that challenge our capacities to be thankful. Whether it's the ever-present global issues or personal battles we face, the quest for genuine thanksgiving becomes an uphill battle. But it is precisely in such times that we must reorient ourselves towards the biblical mandate to give thanks in all circumstances, as stated in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. This is not just a lofty ideal, but a spiritual imperative that has roots in the very will of God for His children. Let's begin. Welcome to the God Chaser podcast, the ultimate destination for those yearning to cultivate a passionate, intimate relationship with God. Join your host, Evan Evans, as he explores the depths of Scripture, shares inspiring testimonies, and provides practical guidance to help you become a true God chaser. Discover the transformative power of pursuing God's presence and be inspired to reignite your spiritual journey. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts and get ready to embark on an adventure that will change your life forever. Welcome to the God Chaser Podcast. Let the chase begin. Hello, God Chasers, and welcome back to another episode of the God Chaser Podcast. I'm Evan Evans, your host. Our subject matter is nothing short of a transformative principle, one that's deeply embedded in the core of our Christian faith, thanksgiving. And let's get this straight off the bat. No, I'm not referring to the delightful holiday marked by turkey, stuffing, and soul food. What we're diving into is the grand theological concept of thanksgiving, as inscribed in the sacred texts of the Bible. Why should this subject matter resonate so deeply within you? Let's dive into the scriptures to uncover the essence of thanksgiving. At first glance, the term may seem quite elementary. However, upon closer examination, we find that thanksgiving is far from a mere utterance of gratitude. It's not just about saying thank you for our daily bread. It is a profoundly layered act of worship, a central tenet that connects our mortal souls with God's Spirit. Take, for example, the Psalms. This poetic book is brimming with verses that calls us to give thanks. Psalm 107 verse 1 tells us, 
Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Here, the act of giving thanks is intricately tied to acknowledging God's everlasting love and goodness. But let's not stop there. The New Testament further expounds on this. The Apostle Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 exhorts us, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Giving thanks, then, is not a conditional action based on our circumstantial happiness. It's a divine mandate, an ongoing engagement irrespective of life's highs and lows. As we venture further into today's discourse, we'll cross-reference Old and New Testament verses, unpack symbolic narratives, and explore the theological underpinnings that reinforce the virtue of thanksgiving. We'll also draw parallels between this timeless principle and its practical application in our modern lives. So why should every Christian embrace thanksgiving? Because it forms the bedrock of a spiritually fulfilling life, it is the cornerstone that fosters a deeper connection with God and by extension, a life enriched with purpose and meaning. So pull up a chair, dear listeners, for this will be an enlightening voyage that transforms not just our understanding, but also our very approach to life and spirituality. As you sit comfortably listening to this podcast, I invite you to ponder a concept often undervalued in modern spiritual life, the power and imperative of thanksgiving. Our journey through the scriptures provides us a multifaceted, awe-inspiring understanding of this principle. This isn't about a calendar holiday. This is about recalibrating your spiritual compass, especially when navigating through life storms. The Apostle Paul presents this idea in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Paul, in his wisdom, juxtaposes anxiety with thanksgiving. Why? Because these states are mutually exclusive. Anxiety pulls us into the turmoil of our problems. Thanksgiving elevates us to focus on the sovereignty of God. Take a moment to think about King David who proclaimed, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Psalm 34 verse 1. This wasn't the triumphant David who had just slain Goliath. This was David, the fugitive, running for his life. Through his constant thanksgiving, David understood that life seasons are transient, but God's goodness is eternal. Now let us delve deeply into the story of Job. Here was a man who experienced loss and suffering beyond comprehension. Imagine the darkest storm clouds gathering around him, each one casting its shadow over the different aspects of his life. He lost his wealth, his health deteriorated to the point of scraping his sores with shards of pottery, and his children, his legacy, were swept away. The world around Job crumbled, leaving him in a pit of despair and agony. Yet what does he say? The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job chapter 1, verse 21. Herein lies the profound layer of submission within thanksgiving. Job understood that everything he had was not of his own doing but a gift from God. Hence, if God took it all away, his name should still be blessed. This is spiritual maturity, a submission not rooted in resignation, but in a complete trust in God's perfect will. So let me directly ask you, what about you? You may feel like you're drowning in insurmountable challenges right now. Your heart is anxious and you're more focused on what's going wrong than what might go right. But what is this anxiety achieving for you? More importantly, what does it reveal about your understanding of God? 
It essentially declares that you don't trust his perfect will for your life. The prophet Habakkuk sets an incredible example. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 18. Here's the lesson. Exaltation, the final layer of thanksgiving, is independent of circumstances and dependent solely on God's immutable character. In conclusion, thanksgiving is not a mere afterthought. It's an essential spiritual discipline that aligns us with God's will. And this isn't about wealth or the lack of challenges. It's about understanding that the character of God is the same regardless of our circumstances. Thanksgiving is not just a strategy for weathering life's storms. It's the transformative key that can rewrite your life's narrative. So, in your seasons of highs and lows, may Thanksgiving remain your unchanging constant. That, dear listeners, is the true essence and transformative power of biblical Thanksgiving. Why does Thanksgiving hold such monumental significance in the Christian walk? Let's consider the moment Jesus gave thanks before the miraculous multiplication of the loaves and fish in Matthew chapter 15, verse 36. Jesus didn't just express gratitude for gratitude's sake. His act of thanksgiving was an invocation, a divine setup that ushered in a miracle. You see, his thanksgiving was a form of submission to the will and power of God. It was an acknowledgement that even when human resources are insufficient, divine provision is more than enough. Jesus knew that when the sovereignty of God is acknowledged through the act of thanksgiving, it paves the way for divine intervention. And let's not overlook Paul and Silas in the prison cell, a story told in Acts chapter 16, verse 25. They didn't just sing hymns and offer praises. They took the act of thanksgiving to a higher level, even in the direst of circumstances. Their chains weren't just physical. They symbolized the obstacles and difficulties each one of us faces in life. And what was the outcome? An earthquake broke their chains and flung the prison doors wide open. This teaches us a monumental lesson. Thanksgiving has the power not just to change our emotional state, but to literally change our circumstances, to break the chains that bind us. Now, let's make this very personal. You may be going through something right now that makes it hard to feel thankful. Your trials may seem insurmountable, your worries endless. But let's be clear, worrying doesn't change the situation. It only changes you, and not for the better. Worry signifies a lack of trust in God's perfect will. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Paul instructs us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Your act of thanksgiving, especially when it's hard, is an act of faith, saying you trust God's plan over your own understanding. So what about you? If Job could express faith in God during his lowest lows, and if Paul and Silas could sing hymns while shackled in a prison cell, what's stopping you from giving thanks in your current circumstance? Your issues might look big, but I assure you, God is bigger. Thanksgiving isn't just a polite response to positive outcomes. It's an assertive declaration that God is greater than any challenge we face. Let's make it our lifestyle, not just an action. When we do this, we don't just honor God, we pave the way for Him to move mightily in our lives. And so, my friends, as you navigate the choppy waters of life's challenges, may your heart echo the words of the psalmist in Psalm 95, verse 2, 
let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Because when you do, you're not just opening the door to God's presence. You're inviting him to work in ways that defy human understanding. Let's expand our discussion by delving deeper into another key example of the principle of thanksgiving in action, the miraculous multiplication of the loaves and fishes as detailed in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 15, verses 32 to 38. In this narrative, Jesus finds himself in the company of a large crowd of people who had been with him for three days and had nothing to eat. Compassionate as always, he didn't want to send them away hungry. After discussing the scarcity of food supplies with his disciples, Jesus takes the seven loaves and a few small fish, and before breaking them to feed the multitude, he does something critical. He gives thanks. Why did Jesus give thanks before engaging in an act that was humanly impossible? Just like in the Lazarus story, this was not a mere display of divine prowess. He gave thanks to acknowledge God's provision, to submit to his will, and to exalt his name. His thanksgiving serves as a precursor to the miraculous, setting the stage for the unleashing of divine power that would defy natural laws. Let's connect this back to what we've been discussing. Jesus' act of giving thanks at the multiplication of the loaves and at Lazarus's tomb offers profound insight into how thanksgiving can be both an acknowledgement of God's sovereignty and an avenue for miraculous interventions. When Jesus thanked God, he was in essence saying, I acknowledge your omnipotence, I submit to your will, and I exalt your name above all situations. So ponder this. If Jesus found reason to be thankful in circumstances that seemed impossible to the human mind, whether feeding a multitude with scarce resources or standing in front of a four-day-old tomb, what's our excuse? Your trials may seem overwhelming, but remember what Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Thanksgiving is not only an act of defiance against despair, but also an affirmation of God's perfect will over your life. When you align your spirit through the discipline of thanksgiving, you pave the way for God's miraculous intervention in your circumstances. As we have seen in the psalmist's call to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, Psalm 100 verse 4. This isn't a mere suggestion, it's a divine ordinance. It's an invitation to a transformative experience that amplifies your spiritual reality, taking you from mere existence to abundant living. If you consider yourself a follower of Jesus, the Bible makes it abundantly clear. Thankfulness isn't an optional trait. It's a necessity in your walk of faith. This isn't my opinion. It's directly mandated in the scriptures. Let me spell it out for you. The Apostle Paul, in his letter to the Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, urges us, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Notice that Paul doesn't leave room for negotiation. Whether you're talking to someone, working, or going about your day-to-day -day life, your actions and words should be steeped in gratitude. You might say, well, it's easy to be thankful when things are going well, but... What about when life throws curveballs? Even in these moments, especially in these moments, your thankfulness should not waver. Why? The Bible offers another compelling reason. The Apostle Peter reminds us in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Essentially, 
You are invaluable in God's eyes. Just knowing you're this special to the creator of the universe should inspire a spirit of perpetual thankfulness. If you're still struggling to find a reason for gratitude, the Psalms offer a solution. Psalm 136 continually reiterates one phrase, His love endures forever. That's not a promise with an expiration date. It's eternal. So, if you ever find yourself short on reasons to give thanks, remember that God's love is everlasting and unconditional. This isn't a message you should just hear today and forget tomorrow. It's an ongoing lifestyle change. As we step into a new week and a new month, let this be your guiding principle. Make a conscious decision to live in a state of thankfulness, recognizing the beauty in everyday life and the divine in the ordinary. Do it not just when you feel like it, but as a continuous spiritual discipline. Let thankfulness seep into every aspect of your life until it becomes as natural as breathing. To reiterate, if you're committed to following Jesus, living a life marked by gratitude isn't optional. It's an obligation. So let this message serve, not just as a reminder, but as a call to action. I plead with you to take this message to heart and allow it to transform your life. With a grateful heart, you'll experience life differently and you'll be in sync with God's perfect will for you. It's not just the right thing to do. It's the only thing to do if you want to live life the way God intended. Let's wrap up this podcast by circling back to the pivotal theme, the importance of thanksgiving in a Christian's life. First off, remember that giving thanks isn't just a nice-to-have, it's a must-have. In simple terms, God wants you to be thankful in everything you do. Don't just take my word for it. Read Colossians chapter 3, verse 17. The Apostle Paul says that whatever you're doing, do it in Jesus' name and say thank you to God. Secondly, you don't have to look far to find reasons to be thankful. You're special to God. He chose you. If you're feeling down and need to remind yourself of this, go and read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. You're a chosen person, and being God's special possession is reason enough to always be grateful. Thirdly, when you're stuck and can't find a reason to be thankful, remember this. God's love for you never ends. Psalm 136 keeps reminding us of that. God's love isn't going anywhere. It's here to stay forever. So as we step into this new week and new month, let's make it our aim to be thankful every single day. It's not just for today or tomorrow, it's a lifestyle. Being thankful should be as natural to you as breathing. I strongly encourage you to dig deeper into these scriptures. Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, and Psalm 136. Study them, meditate on them, and let them become a part of you. Thank you for joining this podcast, and may your life be enriched and transformed as you embrace the beautiful divine practice of giving thanks. And remember to keep chasing after God. This episode of the God Chaser podcast is proudly sponsored by God Chaser Apparel, the clothing line designed to empower and inspire your spiritual journey. Are you a God chaser at heart? Do you want to share your passion for pursuing God with the world? God Chaser Apparel has got you covered, literally. With a wide range of stylish, high-quality clothing and accessories, you can wear your faith proudly and spark conversations about your pursuit of God's presence. From bold statement tees to cozy hoodies, sleek hats, and much more, God Chaser Apparel has something for everyone. Plus, 
Every purchase supports our mission to inspire and encourage fellow believers on their journey toward a deeper relationship with Christ. Visit godchaser.faith today to explore our collection and find the perfect piece to express your passion for God. God Chaser Apparel, where faith meets fashion and the pursuit of God's presence becomes a lifestyle. Don't miss out. Head to godchaser.faith now and start wearing your faith boldly. May you not just chase God, but find Him in the blessings, big and small, that He has in store for you. And there we have it, folks. Another episode of God Chaser wrapped up. We hope you've been blessed by today's discussion, and we look forward to diving into more life-transforming topics with you in the future. Stay blessed and keep chasing after God.